Now we sort of look at the end of the Egeres HaTshuva in a significant kind of way because we've done the three, the three weeks that we did till now really, so to speak, gave you the clause of the Egeres HaTshuva. The first week spoke about, so to speak, the practical halachas of Tshuva, which is first of all, basic Tshuva is Aziva Zachet. Second of all, Tshuva Shleimer, which is Karbonis or Fast, so it's talking. Then the next week we spoke about the idea of, of what is an Aveda, based on the fact that what is a Yiddish in the And last week we actually discussed what's Tshuva Tatar and what's Tshuva Elah. Tshuva Tatar is bitter and sad, and Tshuva Elah is positive and Besimcha and so forth. So Peri Kedalaf begins continuing this Indian that Aveda Tshuva has been done with Tshuva. Peri Kedalaf. But Omnam, however, it's true that being sad and broken in your heart, like we discussed in Perik Zayin at the beginning of Perik Ches, he began as Tshuva Tatar canals the lower Madrega of Tshuva. Still says the Rebbe, even when you're doing the lower Tshuva, Allah has come of a come when you're doing the higher Tshuva, Vagam ha Simcha Ba'avaya. You have to have a Simcha in the Ebishter, and you have to have Shtei and Yachtav, both together. Be'yachtav, both together. But Pashtus, Tshuva Tatar is Achno, and Tshuva Yilah is Simcha. The Rebbe is saying that even in Tshuva Tatar there has to be Simcha. How could it be? Mainly Tshuva Tshuva is about bringing the Ebishter into your life. Tshuva Tatar is about going away from Chet. So Tshuva Tatar going away from Chet is Vistach Ruach Nishbara. And how do you have the Ruach Nishbara through Lev Nishbara Venitke? But, and Tshuva Shekin Tshuva Elah, which is a Simcha. Here he's proposing that Bechlal in Tshuva, even in Tshuva Tatar, you have to have Simcha. How could it be? So he says two Moidendika points. Number one, already said in time, and this is a quote. Joy is planted in the heart on one side. And of course, the end of the statement is crying on the other side. Upon him, there was a Tane, who literally half his face was laughing and half his face was crying. In other words, he experienced both emotions at the same time. And says, even when you're doing tshuva, bishas ma'iseh, you could have simcha. What's the simcha? I have a relation with the Eibishter. Not only do I have a relation with the Eibishter, to start with, I can even fix a damaged relationship with the Eibishter. So therefore, even in tshuva tata, in kol shkiyam v'kavachem, in tshuva yallah, there is space for simcha. And understand that the Al-Tarebbe is not just philosophy. The Al-Tarebbe means poshet practically, that a yid has to always be besimcha, like the Al-Tarebbe says in Tanya Perik Chavov, that without simcha you can't defeat the Yitzhah. That's a cloud. You can't defeat the Yitzhah without simcha. You must have simcha. Let's say you're doing tshuva, right? And you're sad. The purpose of this sadness is b'chol ha'atzav yihiyeh that after the tshuva you should have simcha. If you can't get the simcha anchor ha'atzav, if you can't go away from the sadness of tshuva, if you read Tanya Perik Chavov, it's a question whether you should have done tshuva in the first place. Because sadness is an askupal He comes to you, it makes you feel bad. And his kavon is, today you'll feel bad about your avedas, tomorrow you'll fall into taivas. If we worry, paranoid of that. And therefore, even tshuva tata has to be done mitach simcha. Then he continues, Ubatir of Eid is another reason that we have a simcha, another Indian. And that is, that part of tshuva is believing in Hashem and trusting of the Eibishter. And if you don't have this emuna, and you don't have this betochen, you cannot do tshuva. Now, what does it mean emuna betochen? It doesn't stop mean I believe that the Abish that exists, and I trust the Abish is in charge of my life. But something much, much more personal. His heart should be prepared and trusting the Abish that. That the Abish that is, wants to do kindness, 
v'chanun v'rachum v'ravlus layach. He's benevolent and he's compassionate and he's abundantly forgiving. And he forgives, take it from yad immediately. Shemivakish menu mechilo slicha meita yizbara. As soon as we ask Hashem to forgive us and to wipe away our avodas, He does. And therefore, when you do tshuva, you have to believe Hashem forgives you and not feel bad about it. What's the simcha? The simcha is, even the simcha in tshuva tata is the simcha of Hashem forgives. So first of all, be the simcha about the etzim that you could do tshuva. And second of all, be the simcha about the that forgives. Ah, you can't be the simcha. In the same you don't believe the Ebi forgives. You don't believe you have the Muna issues. Just like you have to believe that Hashem gave the tail, you have to believe that Ebi said, I forgive you, go on. Don't eat your heart out. Like it says in the Apostle, according to your great compassion, you should erase my sins. Kapseini, wash me, tareni, purify me. and wipe away all my averes. I don't know what the Alter Rebbe means by bringing these three in Yonim, these few Psukim. But Benigel and Nid and Didan, the Abish certainly forgives. And he forgives, his forgiveness without any doubt or doubt of doubt in the world. And he brings a mud in the Kerayim. Like we say, immediately after we ask Hashem, please forgive us because we've sinned and so forth and so on, we finish off the piskel by saying, We thank and bless the Yabish that he's a benevolent one, he's abundantly forgiving. Now, you asked Hashem to forgive you. How could you then thank him for forgiving you? Maybe he didn't forgive you? Right, I heard the Jew once say, God always answers. Sometimes he says no. He always says yes. We know that when you're not sure about a bracha, you have to be mekel. So how could you say, that he forgives? Say, how do you know for sure he forgave you? Because if you thank Hashem for already forgiving you, and he has not forgiven you, it's an infinite bracha levatal. There's no question whatsoever that since Hashem, we asked Hashem to forgive us and to wipe our Vedas, He for sure did it, and we say with a certainty that He forgave us. And remember, this was written by Anshikhan Sakdela. And actually, there's a Mavinim in the Mebishtun in Chuvayun and Yidin. So the, the Siddur, which is written by the Anshikhan Sakdela, Paskans Hashem forgave you for sure, and be besimcha because of that also. Now, had we not sinned again, how you negol of Mayad will be immediately redeemed. Right after we say thank you for forgiving us, we say thank you for redeeming us. In other words, if we didn't sin again, the Ibishu would redeem us. And this I think is connected to what the Gemara says in the Rambam Paskins, that the prerequisite to Mashiach is Tshuva. When you do Tshuva, Hashem forgives for sure, and if you wouldn't sin again, He would redeem us. Gail Yisrael. Or to say it in the Hasidish Eifin, that when you do Tshuva and Hashem forgives you, it takes you out of something bad. And when he redeems you, he brings you into something higher. And the Rebbe continues, Even by people it's this way, that people are forgiving. A person must forgive, take it from a yad immediately. When you ask him for forgiveness. Not to be too cruel to forgive. So even by Yidin, it's meat of people to forgive. And how much more so by the Rebbe a person cuts off somebody else's hand. A real choyvel bechaveri, right? He can't get his hand back. He didn't scratch him or burn him or wound him in a way that he could be chazer son. You cut off his hand and you've done permanent damage to the person. Taylor says he should forgive. Moreover, and when the givenim were asked by David Abelach, 
to forgive. Oh, when bigish if a person asks you three times, then you didn't forgive. You have no chiv to ask because a yid is a forgiver. The guy doesn't want to forgive. It's his issue and it's not yours. The rise from the givenim. Shabikish David Amalech Olav Shalom. The David Amalech asked that they should forgive mechila, forgiveness, mehem from them. Mechila forgiveness about Shaul because of Shaul. Shehemes is a givenim because they killed nine givenim. You know the story in Tanakh. There was a magefer, and Shaul killed out Neviira Koyenim, which was a whole bunch of eighty something Koyenim. But amongst them was a handful of givenim. And later on there was a magefer, and David saw Baruch Kachet the magefer because of the givenims. Kpeda, that they murdered nine members of their families. They forgive and they refused to forgive. You know what Dazmar did? You know what he did? He hung nine Gavayna. He hung nine B'nai Shal. Oh, yeah. And then the Begayfa stopped. And then the Abish, the Malach Paskind. But the Ratzel Limchal refused to forgive nine members of the family that had been murdered. And Gaza, David Alev, David Malach decreed, they shouldn't come to the Jewish community because and a person who is a Gayat Tzedek, he cannot forgive, it's a Shaila on his Yichus. And therefore, they're not allowed to marry regular Jews. These are what we call Nisinim. Right? The Nisinim are not, they're also not just to a Kayin, but to a Levi and to Yisrael as well. Because any person who cannot forgive is un-Jewish. So if by a person, say it's by a Yid, forgiveness is natural. So for sure by the Ebesht. So what are the reasons to be Basimcha? The Etham Indian, you could do Tshuva. And second of all, the fact that for sure Hashem forgives. And if you have a problem believing the Ebesht forgave you, look in the mirror. And the Abish Midas is more so that the Abish for sure forgives, and therefore you have to be the fact that the Abish forgave.